So yeah, guys, you're welcome to another episode of the Vibe Edmondoris podcast. I'm your host and the coolest boy in the world, Edmondoris. Um, I have two very big football fans here with me today, and we're going to be talking about the Euros and just doing like a recap on many of the things that have happened so far because the competition is, is is just starting. We're still in the group phases, and I'm here with Tega, Dr. Tega. I have to mention the fact that he's a doctor. Dr. Tega, how, how are you doing? I'm fine, bro. I'm really good. I'm really happy. You're really thank, happy. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, bro. Thank you for inviting me on your <laughs> podcast. I'm also here with another very big Man United fan, um, Dope Boy. Certified Dope Boy, number one. I did. How you doing now? Okay, I'm, I'm happy to have you guys so we can, you know, just talk about football because this episode is actually very special because it's the first, it's my first episode that I'm going to be making like the, the video part of the podcast. So you guys will be seeing, you guys will get to see the video part of the podcast going forward. And I'm shooting at Digital Underground is in a badon and is a hub for the most creative and beautiful minds you can you will come across we have the best videographers the best sound engineers and producers we have the best photographers the best the best of everything and it's located at number 12 is located at number 12 uh, array Oluyole estate in Ibadan so if you are looking for any kind of we won't have drone services so if you if you want if you want to draw or you want anything that has to do with creativity, you can come here and you will find everybody. So yeah, so going forward, Tega. Yeah. What what has been your favorite part of the of the Euro so far? What was your favorite part of Euro? Um, my favorite part, funny enough, I think it has to be watching Italy because I haven't expected what I've been seeing. Like the team, the team has been very, very good. Mancini has done a very, very good job. And then I found out today that they have been like 30 games unbeaten now. So like, it has been exciting watching them. Let's watch them play. Okay, we're going to. We're, I think Italy. They are the only ones that have like 100 percent record because they won their game today against Wales. So yes, yes. they scored. I think the first game. The first game was three 0 it was very convincing too. They were very convincing in the next game as well, and then they've won now. So, yes. so Dope Boy, how about you? What's your favorite part of the of the Euro so far? In Portugal. Oh, you you love that game, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I love every bit of that game. Okay, Tega is a Ronaldo fan, so he will get to to defend Ronaldo. But well, since we're already that, that would be fun for me. Fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're already on the on the Ronaldo's matter, so let's talk about him. He's 36 years old, but he's the top scorer in the competition. He had two goals against Hungary, against Hungary, and then he scored a goal against Germany. So, so Tega, how does it feel seeing your goat perform at the level he, he is at this age? It's um, it's expected. I mean, it's the best footballer in the world. It's the greatest of all time. So, like, it's nothing new. <laughs> I just think it's, it's unfortunate that, I don't know, Portugal didn't step up yesterday. Or was it yesterday? Yes, I think yesterday they didn't step up because they started the game so well and then I don't know what happened to their midfield and their defence just kind of capsized. Um, Danilo, Cavallo, Diaz, I don't know what happened to them yesterday. He tried his best, I mean, one goal, one assist. I think. So 
you can't do more than that now. It's not it's not good. Oh, you know what's funny? Because I'm a very big Messi fan, and sometimes when Messi plays for Barcelona and he plays for Argentina and they go on to lose games. Messi literally dragged this his, the Argentina team to the World Cup finals. He dragged them to three Copa finals and they've lost. Yes, they've lost and he should be criticized for that. But when it happens, we always come out to say this guy, he's literally the one doing everything. Without him, this team, that his team cannot compete. But you guys don't used to have sympathy for us. So why do you put want us now to start rating one goal and assist despite him losing? Can you see the double standard? You know, <laughs> you have to invite by us sometimes. It's the best now, so... But, like, they still have a chance to qualify, so eyes on Portugal. Eyes on Portugal. That game is going to be very, very interesting against France. It's the game between the yes. World Cup World Cup champions and the Euro champions. I can't wait. I'm going to enjoy myself when I watch that game. But just before we leave Ronaldo... Do boy, you saw what he did with the press conference and where he took two bottles of coke and replaced the two bottles of water. What was your thought on that? I thought it was just been an attention seeker as usual. There was actually no need for it. It's obvious that Ronaldo loves attention and he knows how to draw attention to himself. I mean, if he was given the award for the man of the match, Sponsored by Coca-Cola, I'm sure he wouldn't have rejected the award, even though it's sponsored by them. But then he saw Coca-Cola in front of him. I was like, okay, can I now do have the influence? I can get the attention. So decided to push it aside. So you felt it was on you felt it was unnecessary. You felt he would have been able to conduct that interview without taking the Coke bottle. Easily. It was just it was put there because they are one of the sponsors. He didn't say you must drink this. So why is that put it aside? Edmond? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Has Ronaldo given any explanation for what he did? He hasn't now. Why would he? So why, is, why is everyone assuming that like he was trying to say Coke is bad? I mean, he just finished a football match. was probably very thirsty. And he asked for water. He doesn't want to drink Coke. And then... Probably wasn't he didn't even realize what he was doing at the moment. No, Tega, you are getting you, you are getting you are missing you are missing. He, he didn't do that after the press conference against post match press conference against Hungary. This was a pre match press conference before the Germany game, so he was not tired, he wasn't testy. You get, but either ways, we could we could there are reports that it cost Coke over four billion dollars and their share value dropped. There are some ridiculous numbers they are calling. But one thing I would one one thing I would say is for me, Ronaldo is the greatest influencer of all time. You get the man has built himself and he has built his brand to the extent where something as simple as and trivial as that is something that almost everybody is talking about. And though boy, I cannot argue with you saying he's an attention seeker. You get I can't argue with you there, but but let's move on. Let's move on from Ronaldo from Ronaldo. They lost, but they have a big game against France, Mpape, Kante, and the rest. So I couldn't do anything against Hungary, so please I beg. <laughs> so they have to so, so but another thing I wanted to talk about in this year is Spain. Um Enrique went to, to the competition and he didn't take any Real Madrid player. There, there's no Ramos, of course, which a lot of people were, were are still talking about. What do you think is, is their issue? Because they had they have two draws from two games now and they are missing a lot of chances. So what, what do you think is the issue with Spain? I think the major issue here is just luck. Because I watched them play. I tried the game um, 
They played against Poland. They played really well. They had a penalty. Every they seemed to control for the for um almost throughout the game, but the ball just refused to go in. And I, I really cannot blame Enrique for that. To be honest, he did his best. And you just have bad days, and that was just a bad day. The first game where they drew nil nil. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They looked really. They never left the first gear. They looked very comfortable. I don't know why that happened. I guess that is normal. It happens most of the time for teams when they're playing their first match. But then the second game, the second game was for them to step up and they failed to step up. So now okay. the third game is the most Okay, so 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 Tiger, I want I want to ask you now, do you think do you think there was anything or do you think there's anything that Ramos will have done to make things different in that in this Spain's competition so far? Uh in a way, yes, I agree with Topoe. A little bit of luck, but then when you look at the Spain, the Spanish team, going as in forgetting that the Spain that is playing, you look at the personnel, the players on the field. You see players playing for small clubs in quotes, like starting for Spain, compared to when you had Iniesta and all of that. You get what I'm saying? Okay, I get. I get what you're saying. Basically, you are saying that. You are so saying like the quality. I've seen Ramos score like last minute headers and stuff like that. I think they are missing that kind of, that kind of. I think the personnel, the players. Okay, you, 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 you know, mentality. Yes, you, the mentality. I don't think they are up to it anymore. You think, you think? You think? And I agree, like, cause I even made a tweet during during the during the week when they were playing, cause I was watching them and I, and I was saying that Spain used to be filled with the likes of Puyo, Ramos, Alonso, Xavi, Iniesta, David Villa. You get, and even one time Torres too was very Fabregas, of course, Mata and Silva. And then now you are watching and you are saying, I don't want to start calling some names, but obviously the quality has has dropped. The quality has dropped, and maybe, maybe there are maybe they, for example, someone said on Twitter that it's possible Ramos would have scored that penalty that um that Moreno missed before Morata missed also missed the rebound. So these are like tiny tiny details. I mean, there's many things you can say about that match. I doubt Leo just would have bullied Ramos easily to score that header. I really exactly. doubt. Exactly. But Ram, Ram, Lewandowski has scored four goals in a game that Ramos is. Why will you guys just like draw conclusions like that? <laughs> Did you see how easy it was for 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 Lewandowski to push Laporte? It was too easy. <laughs> like it was really too easy. Another was... another element. Okay. Another element, like they are, they are, the game is one-one. Spain was, you know, definitely they are known for possession, but like they need that spark. You know, when you have that, uh, those kind of world-class players that just can create something out of nothing. So they are missing all those little, little things. So I don't really think they will even go far in this, this competition. Maybe after the group stage, they haven't even made out of the group stage yet. <laughs> okay, so so so. There are many countries that have just really, really, really surprised people this season, this this Euro so far. There's Belgium, there's there's Netherlands who have won their two games. I think they are true to Italy, Belgium, Netherlands have, have qualified. Then they we have France. So guys, do boy, I want to ask you, who has been your 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 favorite performance so far? Favorite performance so far? Guzens versus Portugal, man. Oh, the, the wing back. He was very good yeah. in that game. Okay, he was unplayable. Oh my god. <laughs> Disallowed goal early in the game. Assist two assists, a goal. See, he was a thorn in Semedo's flesh throughout that game. 
another another person that was that was going in that game was Havertz. He, he went very you, you know the way he plays football. He just glides and it looks like he's just jogging. Someone called him. Someone called him a hybrid of Ozil and Zidane, and then I thought it was a fraud. But I'm starting to think of that because he was very good yesterday too. Um, Tega, what about you? Your favorite performance so far? Um, the boy said uh, Gossens, but I'll, I'll go with Avats because I think he actually drove the whole the whole thing. I think he actually drove the whole German German machine. Like, I I, I after watching the first game, I thought mm, Germany nothing. But like I watched them again, and they were so determined. You know when you watch Germany and what Muller does for them usually it was like Avat was the one carrying the team, and it was very fun to watch. And I think he got a goal in the end. After the first one was disallowed. I think he was involved in, in all four goals, guy. He was involved in all the, four the, goals. Most of the time, the attack started from maybe a pass he makes or, you know, his runs. It was very, very excellent. It was very, very excellent. <laughs> for me for me now, I think... I think, I think mine my... will have to be... Mine will have to be Pogba for for France against Germany. He was he was unplayable in that game. It was brilliant to watch. I loved him. I, I'm I'm trying to think like why does he come up different in the national team and different in when he plays for 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 Man United. But that's a, that's a story for another day. And we're going to talk about Pogba a lot going forward. But for me, my favorite another another person that stood out is De Jong from from Barca. He has been very good for the Netherlands. I think De Bruyne too has been great. So let's go to now the, the disappointing stars, people that have disappointed you. And I'll start with you, Tega. Call one person that has disappointed you so far. One one person you were looking up to that okay, this Euros was his time to shine. I I think Bruno Fernandez, because I'm a United fan and he had a very good season with my United, and I thought he would raise his stock with the Euros, but kind of he has been disappointing. I okay. I think maybe. Tactical issues with coach, maybe Portugal, but I, I expected it. The shadow cannot just outshine Ronaldo, but we, we, I want I want you to pause there, and I want to ask Dubo what he think because he is also a Mario fan, and I want to really hear what because he had some some things to say on Twitter. So, Dubois. at my United, huh? Yeah. Our style of play is usually one of the two: either we press high or we counter attack. Yes, the, the way Portugal lined up was not to suit Bruno at all. If you notice, at every point in time, Bruno was locked in his half. And it was only Ronaldo that was pressing up high. That was not nice at all. Because every time Bruno got the ball, Germany's, high pre- Germany's press would just um, force the ball off him. He did not figure him at all. He wasn't at the part of the picture that could cause any damage. Like, how was he going to operate? That's why most of the time, if you um, if you ask this guy Twenty Magic on Twitter, he's always saying Bruno is a supported striker. That's how far up Bruno is on the pitch for Man United. At Portugal, it doesn't work like that. I don't know what that manager is doing. He felt like he was just scared of Germany yesterday. If you notice, his the way he set his team out yesterday to play, he wanted Portugal to play really narrow. So in a way, it forced Bruno. Danilo and Williams to be really close. That's why Gozens and Kimmich had a lot of joy. So that that did help Bruno's play at all. That's my point. <laughs> excuses but, upon excuses upon no, excuses. After, okay. after first half, I, he should have he should have adjusted a bit. Actually, I think I think I agree with Dope Boy because 
you you see that Germany was doing a lot of moving the ball side to side and there was no response. It's not at all. I, I, I don't understand all these coaches. <laughs> we'll have a special episode. We'll have a special episode for Bruno. But so far now, with everything you've seen, at least everybody has seen all the teams play. So who are you tipping? Early season favorite, dope boy. Make a dope prediction. Italy to win it. <laughs> I bet you will not have said it three weeks ago. Okay, Otto, Tega, Tega, what about you? Italy, bro, Italy all the way. I, I, initially, I thought France, but if France couldn't break down Hungary, like they defended very compact and like France had it very, very difficult. I feel if maybe we have a France Italy final, maybe Italy will win. <laughs> for me, for me, I'm, I'm still the verdict is still on Italy for me because these competitions you don't want to pick too early. If you pick too early, you can dip. The aim for me, if I was a coach and I was setting up my team, I would want us to just scale through the group stage, let us qualify, but we should be picking in the knockout stage. But the Italy team looks good and form is on, on their side, but fingers crossed we'll, we'll see. see. So you're not going to pick? I'm not going <laughs> to... I don't know. I think for me, for me, for me, for, for me, it's just any team, not Portugal. I actually don't really care so much about who yes, any team, not Portugal, Portugal has a chance. Ah, uh, we'll see. They have Ronaldo. You can't really count them out. But speaking of someone you can't really count on, you can't really count out is Argentina and Messi and what they are doing in the Copa. Because the timing of the games, the timing of the games makes it very difficult for most people to watch. But there are a lot of people that still stay up till two a.m., three a.m. just to watch Lionel Messi play. I can't blame them. I stayed up for the first game against them. Um, I forgot who they played first, but they drew, they drew that game, and then, but they won the next game against Uruguay, and it looks like momentum is in their side. So we're still hoping that Messi can finally bring home that final elusive international trophy that will just put everybody's mouth to to shore up. And we just tell everybody, oh, you should shut up now because I have it. <laughs> but you, you know, you need this trophy. Forget about this. Good debate. Just forget about the good See, we at the end of the day, I think I like to think that everybody knows that he is the greatest player of all time because the things he does with the football, no one can no one actually can. But we're gonna have this argument and we're gonna have other conversations on the for today. I just wanted to talk about the rules. So um quick transfer news for our for our different clubs now. They are tipping Sancho to Man United. What is happening there? Because I've never seen a deal stall for so long on like this one. So, do boy quickly, what's happening with Sam? Okay, I think United is just trying to play smart after the last transfer window. They were supposed to sign Sancho for over 100 million, but I think they decided to just wait a little bit to see how Dortmund, how the coronavirus would hit Dortmund. And I think that's worked to some extent because this season, this transfer window, Dortmund have reduced. Their um, demand, the, the, the price they want for Sancho. But then, for some reason, United are still playing hardball and going below that price. I don't understand why. I really don't understand. We've not even talked about we've not even talked about England and the fact that every Euros and I want to I want to talk on this. Every Euros, England will come and always fumble. And I don't know what Southgate is doing with the whole Sterling and um, and Grealish. <laughs> 
you are losing a game or you need to score in a game and you're bringing Grealish when you have Sancho on the bench. There are some other players. I think even Rashford said. So, what's happening, Tega? What's it with England and always... The, the issue with England is just somehow similar to the issue with my club, Man United. This is this uh, obsession with culture, tradition, British, this, that. You have players. Get a good coach. There's no way Southgate should be coaching that kind of team. As you said, you are, you are looking for goals and you are bringing on Grealish when you have those kind of players on the bench. What do you expect? He doesn't start right with the right players. He, when middle of the match, he just makes substitutions and changes that you don't understand. And he keeps doing it over and over again. I, I don't think he's the best man. I think England need, need to look outside, maybe a foreign coach, and get somebody that actually understands the game and just forget all that pride that they are trying to... Because you can't be proud. You're not winning anything and you're still going British, British, but this or that. <laughs> somebody said, someone, someone said, someone said that England have Manchester City kind of players but play Manchester United kind of football. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, well, well it's, been nice, it's been nice talking to you guys. And of course, it will, it will not be fair if we have this episode and not talk about what happened to Christian Eriksen. It was... It was heartbreaking. It was when I saw it, my heart, my heart just wept. But I'm glad, and I think everybody that's associated with football is happy that he's back and healthy. So, 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 though boy, did you see that incident? And what's your take take on all of that? I was really shocked when I saw it happen, and I was really hoping that it wasn't something too serious. Because, like, I've seen videos of. A, the Caribbean player that just collapsed and died on the pitch. So once he just fell down, I was just hoping that he would survive it. And I'm glad he did. Yeah, I'm glad he did. Nobody should die doing the things that they love. It's, 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 one of them, like, it's the cruelest thing that can happen to anybody. So our thoughts and prayers are with him. And Yeah. I just hope he can. I, I doubt it. Why? I doubt it if he's ever going to play football again. But you can players have had had surgeries and continue. From the medical angle, you know. Oh, as a doctor, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't advise it. I don't know the exact details, but those kind of those kind of things. You wouldn't just want something that would just you know, heart surgery is different from I think he had the cardiac arrest. I didn't watch the match, I just saw the replays of how he collapsed and all that. So it's just very, very sad. At least he didn't die, which is the most important thing. Thanks to players that rushed and just players and all that. Thing. Thing. Yes. I think it was, it was brilliantly handled, I swear. Yes, it was, if not. <laughs> okay, guys. So, so, so thank you guys for, for, for doing this with me at such a short notice. I... Uh, it's not actually short notice, but thank you guys and I appreciate it. Um, but before you guys go, before you guys go, you give us your social media handle and you tell us what your favorite food combination. So, are, are you, who's the food person here? I'm the like <laughs> Okay, so, so do boy, you, you sound excited, you sound excited. So, tell me, what's your favorite food combination? Can you cook? Yeah, I can cook. You're a very good cook. Yes, I, I'm good with lies, but I, I'm good food too. Okay, so what's your favorite food combination? What's your favorite food to prepare? Find that one, Gucci. Mmm, proper boy. Husband material, 2000 years. 
Uh, let's go to the doctor. I know the doctors, doctors, you have time to cook. No, no, no. I don't even like cooking, sir. So, uh, <laughs> cooking is like out, cooking. Of my, out of my to-do list. So, how do you distress? How do you distress? Because for me, cooking is like, cooking is fun because I like to just try new things. And I'm always cooking. If you're on my Snapchat, you see, I'm always cooking. Even though I don't cook as much, I don't cook as much as I used to, let's say, three, four months ago, but I'm always cooking and I want to start cooking again because, guys, Nigeria is getting expensive. <laughs> 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 okay, so what's, what's your own favorite food, Tiga? Papa Rubama and I'll start your over. Start your worry. So thank you, guys. Tiga, where can we find you on social media quickly? Oh, Twitter, Instagram. And Tegaski, that's T E G A S K I underscore. So, same thing on Twitter and Instagram. I'm always there, but mostly all right. Twitter. All right, all right. And Dope Boy, where can we find your social media? On Twitter, at certified Dope Boy, then I. On Instagram, abdu.ui. I know you have a lot of followers on Twitter. I think you're pushing 60k now, guys. So please, when my when my listeners go and follow you, follow them back, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try, I'll try, I'll try. Okay. All right. So thank you guys for for doing this with me. For me, I want to say big shout out to everybody that's been listening. We are number one. Not me. We are number one. We are the number one football podcast in Nigeria. We were number one in sports. I think we were number one by the second day we came out. We were number one in sports in Nigeria on Apple Music too. You get so, but we've lost that number number one spot position. But I'm not too bad because we're going to get it back. So you guys are going to listen. You guys are going to share. I like I said, I'm working in. The, I'm shooting now in, at a hub, and there's going to be visuals. So if you want to see the visual part of the podcast, you should follow me on Instagram. Is at Edmund Oris E D M U N D O R I S no space. The same thing on Twitter. Even though my Twitter management has been taken over by my American um, American partners, because you know Twitter is illegal in Nigeria. <laughs> it's not illegal in Nigeria, but but I'm grateful, and I will also be dropping the full videos going forward. Now you you'll be able to see the full videos of me shooting the podcast. It's gonna be on my YouTube channel at Edmund Doris and it's also going to be on Digital Underground's YouTube channel too. So you guys should follow me. Please follow me. Uh, follow me and rate the podcast, share the podcast and keep vibing with me. I have many many more dope contents coming your way. So just keep listening. The aim is to keep improving and I'm also open to suggestions. I'm also open to suggestions on any anything you would like to see and hear. The podcast is for all of us but I'm just the host. So thank you guys for doing with me and God bless everybody.